Okay. Welcome. Oh, his camera's off. No, we're not doing that. (laughs) Uh, I don't know why I put my Crocs on for this. I don't need them. I turned no, I turned my camera off because I look like shit, dude. I'm recovering <laughs> from last night. Up last night? Oh my god, yeah, I got severely fucked up. So did we? Well, I did. I only had like three drinks. Yeah, well, you still fucked my body up. <laughs> yeah, well, you. The thing is, you started drinking at like one, right? Mm-hmm. So then you didn't have enough time. But he did fuck his. You want to know what you did? Yeah, I get uh. I get real energetic when I have a few drinks. Yeah. I, uh, I start jumping around on things a lot. Well, and what you did climbing look, things. Yeah. Two weeks ago, was it? You climbed the tree? Uh, I was at, um, at Zephyr and I, I climbed a tree. I got like halfway up it. It was a pretty big one. But you like yeah, scarred your arm. Scarred my arm. You like, <laughs> I'm probably heal. But um, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. And then. Last night, the big injury was um, I I sidekicked a walk signal and fought on, on like a, a crosswalk, and now there's like something sticking out of my foot. <laughs> oh my god! He has like a he has a pretty uh, like a noticeable bump. He was like, "Touch my foot," and I like rubbed it, and I was like, "Yeah, it's not looking great." I actually but, didn't hurt my feet at all. I just wanted Danny to touch him. Right? Yeah. <laughs> His foot isn't looking great. <laughs> and then he had to, he walked 20 minutes to his car today after he fucked his foot. So it's probably fine. If you can walk on it, right? yeah, you're probably fine. Um, it's incredibly painful. Life is painful. You'll be fine. Five, four, three, two. Welcome back to What We Missed. This is episode 29. I don't know why I'm looking at you, Julian. You don't actually know. I think it's 29. Uh, we talked about, well, first of all, Julian's here, uh, known in many years, great man, <laughs> wonderful man. Um, he, we wanted to talk about his music journey. Um, and we kind of got a little bit off the rails, but it's mostly music this episode, pretty much. Um, not at all, but you'll, you'll see. Uh, and that's pretty much all. I don't really have anything else to say for this intro. So just go ahead and roll it. I wanted to talk about Julian's journey of music because i know you switched you switched majors a couple of times right Mm -hmm. so when we met we were in the llc of like um what was it uh the living learning community of uh it was like education and something and human services yeah yeah uh so you were an education major right Mm -hmm. and then yeah i guess we were in that education class i'm an idiot and then you switched (laughs) to journalism and then I left for three years. So what happened there? <laughs> to fill in that gap for everyone. So first semester, I started in education for like English, um, just to be a high school English teacher. And then I switched to journalism my second semester. And then my third semester, I just took like a spattering of random classes to figure out what I wanted to do. And one of them was like a music production class. Um, and I liked it a lot. So I transferred to, uh, the Stark branch of Kent that offers the music tech program. And, um, yeah, that's that's all she wrote. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. College. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Like what? Was there like, uh, like an awakening of like a music when like you realized you wanted to start making it? 
versus or like playing instruments versus just listening or was it just like well i mean i've been playing piano since i was like 10 oh shit okay something like that um and guitar since i was like 11 or 12 so um maybe even younger with piano but okay. i mean i was in high school band playing saxophone when i was oh, a kid awesome. i don't think so, I, how did i not know that i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't really talk about it that much fair enough yeah that's freaking awesome dude guitar is my main instrument though and he, he, there was a video that you put in your story that i was like the most impressed i've ever been of anyone playing piano it was actually insane what was it i forget again uh, playing god by polyphia yeah and he did like insane i don't even know what i was looking at i never do when it comes to guitar but like it just always looks impressive but that one was like crazy i know garen plays guitar a little bit um not definitely not on the same level as julian i'm like not even close, but, um, I enjoy it. I mean, I do, I do what I can, you know, I don't, I don't think you really have to be great to enjoy playing. Not, right. Not at all. right. That's fair. Um, well, you've, Garen's been like toying around with a song. I know for a hot second, right? Uh, yeah, I have like a little melody I came up with or something. Just, just a simple chord progression. Nothing, <clears throat> nothing too like crazy. Um, but it's, I don't know, just something that I was just fooling around with. Sick. I mean, I, yeah. I think it's pretty sick. Yeah. You know, he's played a couple of times for me, like, and I've seen a little bit of progression and it looks pretty sick. Awesome. Sounds pretty sick, I guess. Um, don't you, yeah, what do you, Julian, what do you like do with your major? Like, cause I know, don't, do, are you like a producer or what, what kind of stuff is it? So um, the program that I'm in, basically offers a performance um aspect where you play live and you like work with a small group of people to do like a band thing each semester um and it also does music production which is all like in the box um like producing music just with like virtual instruments on a computer and then we also have an audio recording path um, if you decide you, to do that concentration instead of music production, um, and basically it's like what it's like to record in a studio. So we like mic up a bunch of instruments in the live room, and then we record everything into, um, our console and then we mix it. Um, we can do like stereo and 5.1 mixes and we, uh, yeah, we make a lot of music. So I just had to get Jamie out of this fucking room. <laughs> yeah, the dog was going crazy. <laughs> Could you guys hear him? He was no, like, I, he was, I was so distracted. I was trying to like not interrupt you, but I wanted to get him the fuck out of here. He, he was in between us growling and wagging his tail and whacking shit. <laughs> and he came over to me and he was doing it. And I was like, get out. I, was, <laughs> I hope that didn't take away from all of that i was honestly too distracted to really know but um yeah i mean that's pretty sick it, it's good it's nice that like obviously music means a lot to you and so now like you found something that lets you fulfill like what you want to do you know yeah like it's just, it's always nice to just find that thing and then like focus on it for sure um i feel like kind of this is i always knew i wanted to like create stuff 
but I tried like a couple different formats, like streaming and stuff. And then we've kind of honed in on this podcast and it's like, that's kind of my like thing. So I get what, like, you know what I'm trying to say? I, I like finding that, that niche that like, now you found that I like feel like you fit with what you're doing. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Like what you're doing is actually like productive. Yeah. And like fulfilling like, and yeah, yeah, you're creating something that you actually care about. Yeah. Not just like working some meaningless job. <laughs> I mean, I still work my meaningless well, yeah, job, like, but yeah, it's well, a nice side hustle. Right. Yeah. 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 It's just, yeah. I don't know. It's nice. Do you, I know we painted that one time. Do you do any other art though? Like, or is it just, music mostly um music mostly like i've done some like digital art for fun but i'm not you know that's fair yeah uh i did those videos with vincent oh uh, yeah with my friend we had a channel for a while (laughs) well what can you do right (laughs) wwcyd productions that was fun i I forgot about that that was like that was freshman year right yeah (laughs) dude that was a while ago holy shit Oh, fuck. I like, um, I feel like all art is like, I don't even know what I'm trying to say with this, but like, I'll, maybe I'll find it along the way. Um, it like, it's easy to like feel something with all types of art, but I think music is like the most universal one, you know? Cause it's like, it's, I don't know, it's, there's so many different ways to like feel things in music. Like, every different emotion can be shown through music very easily. I think a lot, like a lot easier than like visual art. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I've I've noticed a lot more recently that like music means a lot to me more than I thought. So like in, in more recent years, like I I feel the emotions more in music now. Cause like I focus more on what, what it's actually doing than just having it on. And that's been like, just a weird journey for that. I don't know. I was like listening to an Adam Neely video recently. Um, he's like a music theory nerd who makes YouTube videos. Okay. And he was talking about how like people's bodies, like the mechanic that makes people's bodies sync up and like cooperate and like uh, lock into like a rhythm and like conversation and like mm-hmm. just like even like your physical balance and like all sorts of things is like the same mechanic that like locks you into like the beat of a song. So um, there's definitely something like, like that you can like physically feel the impact right. of music. Yeah. Sure. Well, isn't it a thing like your heartbeat starts to like, it gets closer to matching the BPM of a song, right? Yeah. If you're, yeah. if you're at like a loud concert where you have like a kick drum, um, just pumping away Mm -hmm. eventually like if it's like loud enough and you can feel it your heart will just sync up to it it's fucking crazy dude yeah (laughs) that's pretty crazy yeah i want to kind of look more into that like the physiological aspect of it because i think it is really interesting um i i mean beyond just like obviously when i'm listening to music and i'm walking like i I match the beat as i'm walking without realizing it but that's just because you know, rhythm and stuff. But like, like you were talking about the deeper stuff is really interesting. I, think. <laughs> I guess it kind of makes sense. If you have a slow song that puts you to sleep. Yeah. Heart rate will go down a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. I guess so. Fucking hell. What I guess, uh, there's probably more to it than that, but. Well, I think, yeah, probably. But is that like, what, what else do you know? Any of the other like physiological, physiological shit? Or is it like, 
did he talk about it in that video or not? Um, a little bit. I, I know that like, I, I don't have any like specific things to point out, but I do know that like, especially in other cultures, dance and music are like intrinsically tied together. You yeah. can't like separate them. And uh, there's like a, a collective thing about it too, where like, especially in like African music, South African music is all like super syncopated rhythmic stuff um, where everybody's kind of like improvising over the same few ideas. Um, and it's, uh, uh, I kind of forget where I was going with that. <laughs> That's fine. I do that every day. <laughs> They're like basically like, um, like the dance part of it and, the the like creating sound part of it are like one in the same with certain styles okay. in certain parts of the world. And, um, like you can't separate the the physical effect of music. So and do you mean hear people people like like you were saying walk while they listen to music, right. like do work while they listen to music? Yeah. You know? Do you mean like in other cultures that like they inform each other more? Like they make the music to fit the dance. Like it's it's like a really more like mesh together thing. Yeah, it's like a okay. it's like a um like um like a cohesive thing, like a symbiotic relationship. Okay. So like the dance and the music are happening at the same time and they're like feeding off of each other. Um, and like a lot of it's improvised. Yeah. So that's pretty sick. There's also like traditional songs too, like ones that everybody knows the dances and right. rhythms too. Like our, uh, slide. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like Americans like pretty lame with that, but <laughs> But I don't know. Um, there's also just like something that feels good about like moving to the music, you know? Like I I I I do enjoy just sitting and listening, but like I don't know, there's just something that feels like just naturally good. You know what I mean? Does that make any sense? Yeah. Does anyone else like experience that? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Like it just like feels good to like start moving to it and like match the beat and stuff. I don't know. I mean, obviously that's why everyone dances, <laughs> but I don't know. It's just like, feels fucking good. Yeah. And like, I mean, I've talked about it a couple of times. I didn't, I used to just hate Barfly. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, it's just like, I was just like, why are we here? But, <laughs> but now, like, since I've started dancing, especially with like you and your friends and stuff that like made me feel comfortable doing it, it like is the only thing I want to do when I start drinking, you know, like I, <laughs> I start drinking. I'm like, I'm feeling dancey. Let's go. And like, I just want to be around music and like experience it. And I also, before I met you, I didn't like loud music, like really like live loud music being like right in the front and like feeling it felt weird, yeah. you know, but now like I get it more. It just kind of like clicked in my brain. I think you remember when we saw Mr. Strombella himself. Yes. Oh my oh, God. <laughs> and Dave, <laughs> I don't think I've talked about that here. So we went to, um, well, you came down to Columbus when I was still living there and we saw the Strombellas, um, really good band, fucking weird too. Like kind of like weird, but yeah. like vibey, like cool, weird. Yeah. Um, and, and there was, he's the keyboard guy, right? Yeah. It was Dave. Yeah. So there was the, the lead singer, uh, guitar, bass, violin, and um, and the keyboard, right? And a drummer. Oh, I, I guess I mean, that would make sense. Yeah. Was there a bass then? Was there six? Yeah. 
Well, either way, whatever. So Dave, Dave was their, um, their keyboard guy and he had a hat on that just said Dave real big on it. And everyone was like, what the fuck? So everyone was like cheering for Dave throughout this whole show. Chanting his name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was fucking awesome. And then, um, the lead singer was like, it was towards the end and that he was like introducing everyone and he's like purposely skipped over Dave just to fuck with everyone. <laughs> and then everyone started chanting Dave and he's like, did I forget someone? Well, oh yeah, I guess Dave's here. And he's our, he's our keyboard guy and everyone lost their shit. And he said it was his birthday or something too. Was it? Yeah. He probably says that at every show. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and then everyone lost their shit. Cause like, Oh my God, Dave. And then they, they left. They were like, okay, that was our last song, whatever. And they, they walked off the stage and everyone just chanted Dave nonstop until they came back out and did an encore. <laughs> the we dumbest also, shit. We were also cheering for the sound guys. Were we? Movies. Yeah. I don't remember they that at all. Out, we were starting chants for them. That's fucking awesome. It was pretty, it was pretty sick. That was um my second ever concert. I had gone to Imagine Dragons, but that was like this giant fucking venue and we were way up in the stands. So it was like it was cool, you know, seeing live music, but then it was a lot more intimate at um Strabella's. yeah we saw him at newport um which is a really really nice venue yeah and like yeah pretty small and like right by the university like too yeah it's like and i saw car seat headrest there one time you okay. know yeah they're, i don't listen to a lot of their stuff but i like it they're a really good indie band and um they put on a crazy show there like the pit was just like losing it the whole time so you know it's sick man i uh there's just something like special, even if the music isn't like your thing, live music has like this totally different feel to it, obviously, because you're listening to it live, but like, I, I still enjoy like bad live music. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just a really nice experience just to be hanging out with people and like have a band there mm-hmm. and you know, they're trying to entertain you. So, you know, you're just having a good time. Yeah. I like going to stuff that I'm not used to listening to, too. Like yeah. When we go, when my family and I go out to West Virginia, we see a lot of like bluegrass stuff live. Yeah. That's really fun. Um, What's Jacob? All the stuff at, at Zephyr. Uh, you said that you mentioned bad music. My dad said he's been to a concert where the head singer got so drunk. He just fell over mid song. <laughs> nice. Do you remember <laughs> that guy? Um, at, at Zephyr with the mosh pit and he like fell off the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I told that story already, but like he, he, he walked up through the crowd, stood on a table and just kind of like, like looked at everyone like with crazy eyes. He had a ski mask on. So you just see his like wide eyes. And then he like stepped down and like kind of slipped and caught himself. But then he just like committed to the fall anyway. Yeah. And then started getting beers poured on his face and he took off he the mask. Stole, he, he stole Logan's drink. Yeah. My buddy. Yeah. Logan, and he, he like, just reached he out the the and poured it all over his face, like, and dumped it on his mask. And, and like, I thought Logan was going to think it was funny, but it was his like first drink of the night. Yeah. And he was like, that's okay. I was done with it anyway. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's super pissed off. Yeah. He was it. just like, he just took my fucking drink and poured it on himself. It was, I mean, it was kind of stupid because people offered their drinks to the guy to pour on him. And he took the one guy who wasn't offering. Yeah. Like, Logan's just sitting there having a good time looking and then he just like reached over from the ground like uh, he just reaches up and grabs it from him like what the fuck yeah that was crazy and then he went back to where he was like singing at and just ripped his mask off and just stared at the crowd like with the most giant eyes i love going to shows there dude yeah it was pretty it's pretty sick there was something playing last night um that was that was decent but 
a couple nights ago, Mothcock played there. Mothcock? <laughs> yeah. What kind of music is that? My co-workers is in this band, Mothcock, and it's uh, a guy with a saxophone um, who's, like, improvising, and I guess they're both improvising mostly. There's, like, some loop stuff that's queued up, okay. like some drum loops and stuff, but it's, like, one guy has a saxophone mic'd up, and the other guy just has a pedal board and, like, a, a rig of like outboard effects that he just plugs into the PA. Okay. Um, and he just creates a bunch of really weird electronic sounds with the, uh, the sax by sending it through a bunch of weird stuff. So that sounds awesome. Yeah. It's called Mothcock. Yeah. <laughs> Do they have like, they have, they have a discography. Okay. Mothcock. I was about to say, okay. they play some pretty big festivals too. Really? Like they headline a show in West Virginia every year and, like a, a pretty big festival out there. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, what it was that one? It was that indie. Fuck, I can't remember the name. I'll get there eventually. Harbors, right? Harbor. Yeah. yeah. You said that they sometimes have a guy that comes out and just like they, they have a band member who is a very important part of the band, an integral part of the band. Who, right. Um. I, I don't feel like I know enough about their live setup that I can talk about it like well. Okay, that's fair. But what did you see then? What's like what you see? His, his performance on stage, he doesn't really use any instruments, but he does kind of like create a vibe. You know, he's sitting he's sitting up there with the band members. He's banging his head. So he, he's like an audience member, but in the. Like, no, he's definitely. But like, what? Well, but what I mean is, like, he like he acts as an audience member on stage, kind of. Like that's like the general vibe of what you understand it being. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't say that. Okay. Okay. He's, he's a band member. He just doesn't have an instrument, and he's not singing. But he's a band member. I mean, yeah, but like he's filling the role of like an audience member, kind of, but on the stage. Like, like he's sitting there, like enjoying that it. It's kind of reducing. Okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess so. Definitely a band member. That's crazy. Though. I've never seen like that, and I, they didn't have him there that night, which I was disappointed yeah. about. Yeah. But they were actually pretty sick, though. They were um, amazing. Yeah, they dude. were good. Um, Brave Arrows opened. They were amazing. Um, they okay. do like instrumental um like proggy stuff alternative metal mm -hmm. um <laughs> yeah like prog rock prog metal type of thing and then uh harbor and then divorce horse divorce horse is pretty really sick. good yeah yeah they were wild they're like a more straightforward metal band punk metal yeah and they also did um a cover of Mac Miller's ladders. I think it yeah. was. And he said that that was like the only time that he's ever going to do that. So like, that was kind of nice that he did like a special, like one-off cover. Yeah. Yeah. It was at music on Akron, which is a really cool venue. Yeah, and it was headline. The headliner was uh false dichotomy. My buddy is a drummer in that band. Um, they are releasing a bunch of really cool, um, prog metal stuff right now and yeah, uh, they were really good yeah they're starting to tour too really yeah that's fucking awesome dude yeah good for them i looked them up on uh oh actually i looked up all the bands on spotify just to like make sure i had them saved somewhere <laughs> so i wouldn't forget the names of them again because i keep asking you but um yeah I, I haven't gone and listened to it yet but i really want to because like 
I like finding like smaller stuff like that for sure. It's really cool. And it's, it's awesome to like see people growing too. Yeah. In the the area, like, and know that there's actually like a developing music scene here. Yeah. It's It's pretty, pretty pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Did he say Mac Miller's from like PA? Right. I don't know. I think he did say that. I never knew that, but that's pretty crazy. And the guy, the lead singer of, um, divorce horse, I forgot the name again. Um, in between each song, he was just like, like kind of like talking to the crowd and stuff, and like talking about like the inspiration for different songs and all that stuff, and like how the music has meant different things to him over time and all that stuff. And it was really cool to like see him be really real with it like that, yeah. and just like straight up with the audience. Like I was in a bad place, and this song is about that and how I got through it, and now how I'm better. And it was really crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking about like it's really it's just like when people get like real and raw like that because like i try to be as authentic as possible here without like saying people's names and stuff of course mm-hmm. that don't necessarily need to be said but um i don't know i just think it's important to like get raw yeah get raw with it <laughs> go in raw yeah i mean i mean i think it really is though like I think there's still like as, as progressive as we are as a society of like mental health and talking about your feelings and all that stuff. I think there's still a little bit of a stigma, like, especially with men for having to talk about feelings and stuff. I I feel like at least for me personally, like it's still sometimes hard to feel like it's welcome in certain aspects of life. Yeah. So I just want to like, I mean, obviously I'm not going to change the world, but like, (laughs) But I just, I think it's important to just put it out there. Like, Hey, it's fine. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of took that in a different direction, but not for sure. I mean, that's what that singer did. So yeah, I guess. I also think, um, a lot of things. Okay. Sometimes <laughs> they come to my mind and other times they just go in one ear or the other. It's not even, it's, it's kind of more like a chamber Okay. in my head. And it's just a bunch of ideas bouncing around that make no right. sense. And sometimes it comes out and it sounds good. And other times it sounds like this. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel every fucking day. <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes we sit down to record and, and we'll like finish an episode and I'm like, did I say anything? <laughs> like, did, did I make any points at yeah. all? I'm really drunk right now. No, he's so. not. not. <laughs> you, you are. Are you hung over at all? No. Yeah. I didn't I think like so. Three right, yeah. I'm a little bit hung over, but not bad. Um, yeah. I don't know. Garen, did you say you drank last night? <laughs> yes. Heavily. How, how heavily? <laughs> uh, I started drinking at, God, when did I start drinking? I think eight o'clock. Okay. Ooh, a nice and early start. I didn't stop until eight next morning. Two? <laughs> the 2 a.m.? Mm-hmm. Okay. So. I mean, that's about like, I, I didn't start at eight. I think I started, maybe I did start at eight because I was, I was here waiting for um, other people to be out before I like went. And then I guess I started more around like nine ish, just like with something like easy to drink. And then it's actually that <laughs> it's, it's literally just, um, amaretto with, uh, with Sprite. So nothing crazy, but, um, I think I stopped probably at like, yeah, two a.m. <laughs> yeah, similar, and I got pretty fucked up. Mm. What'd you? What'd you? What I were mean, you? What were you out doing, Garen? 
I just went to a party. Do you know? Uh, uh, I don't. I don't know if he wants his name on here or not. We can just it's not anything bad, but um, no. I just I just went out to a party with a bunch of people and uh, you know just hung out. It was a little weird because it was like my first time ever being there, so I was I was kind of just like, well, um, <laughs> just gonna get fucked up. <laughs> yep, just gonna get fucked up at this person's house. That's always good. I mean, the first time that I hung out with um, your friends that taught me like beer and ride the bus and all that. Um, oh yeah. I mean, I, I didn't get super fucked up, but I was like, I feel like I need a drink or two in me just to feel like not the one outsider. <laughs> so I get that. <laughs> um, what does that sound? It's exactly looking sound. It kind of does. Sorry. I'm playing a game. It's fine. It does kind of sound like you're cranking off, but <laughs> oh dang! I mean, not. That's funny. <laughs> it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's a ballsy move. It does. It does add a little bit. That's <laughs> a ballsy move. Wire <laughs> cool. cameras off. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Plus, Just God. crank one out mid fucking. I mean, oh, I didn't want to say it. Mid podcast. I saw, I, saw, I saw you make the the thought in your head that like, you <laughs> was cranking off. I guess I saw your face change a little bit, but yeah. Um, Jacob, have you been out like partying at all there in Georgia? I drank literally two days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did you get fucked up? No. I mean, I drank. I didn't drink that much though. Did you say Georgia question mark? Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's there for an, I guess it's an internship and then he's gonna, I mean, you can explain it. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Yeah, I, I just graduated college and got a job in Georgia. Nice. Then I moved back to Ohio next week, and then to Pennsylvania two weeks after that. So it's oh, damn. A lot of traveling. What kind of work are you doing? Uh, working at a nuclear power plant. Ooh, that's sick. So, oh, yeah. Quite the uh, different atmosphere than I thought it would be. Really? <laughs> yeah, it, it's like in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I have to I have to wake up at like four a.m. to get there on time just because it's such a far drive. Yeah, and I, I've explained on the podcast before, but it, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm sick. Yeah, I I feel like I would assume it's like less corporate than it probably is, if that makes any sense. Because it feels like a really like mechanical heavy job, but this I mean it's a lot of it's probably automated, right? I mean, well, I'm sure. Yeah. But like in my mind, it's more like dudes and hearts, hat, hard hats. Like, you know what that's I mean? That's how I imagine it, but it's probably more like, is it people. closer to an office job than that? That's what I was. It's thinking. an office job, but if you have an issue, you can go out into the reactor and like fix it yourself and look at it if you want oh, to. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant by like more corporate than I would assume, you know, like more like office-y yeah. than like people going around the plant and like, getting radiation and <laughs> to, um, grabbing next... radium and putting it in. Yeah. <laughs> With their bare hands, of course. Enriching yeah, I think, I think next week we'll be just exploring the reactor for the entire week since it's our oh. last, last week there. Okay. I, my, I remember my boss said, would you just go into the reactor, get lost and play a game of trying to find your way out? That sounds like not a good time to me. <laughs> that sounds stressful. Well, we know where not to go. So it's not like, I mean, a big deal like they have signs up when you could fall 50 feet oh well, <laughs> that's probably good to have a sign there <laughs> yeah you could fall 50 feet right here 
yeah, avoid the uh, radiation signs because yeah, I mean, nah, it's, a little bit's good for you. You'll be all yeah, right. I mean, if you want to walk past it and go in it, you could. I mean, no one's going to stop you, but or maybe they will. I don't know. I mean, I assume they would stop you, right? But I guess it they go into thing. the radiation zone, right? Like, so probably think they can't risk their own lives to stop you from being an idiot, you know? Yeah, they they have a uh, fishing hook still, you know, really a backwards. You'll be shot on site. <laughs> they do have sniper towers. Oh no! What? I told. Oh uh, yeah, they have sniper towers. I thought there was just people with guns in the building. Yeah, that and sniper towers. Oh, I didn't know that. Or maybe I just put that out of. Yeah, my... I I told how they play. Um, told Danny how they do. Uh, I think the government comes with like a bunch of paintballs and they do like test around like uh, security breaches just to see if the government can like get into the reactor. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a giant paintball fight. Like they do this like a couple times a year, I think. Nice. But it sounds pretty awesome. Didn't you say that uh like you thought they were gonna be doing it when you were there, but did it actually happen when you were there? It did happen. I just wept early that day. Damn. Mm. I'm sure they don't but really. I heard you could hear all the paint the paintball guns going off. <laughs> or, or whatever they were using. I don't I don't it might not have been paintball. I don't but... think it would be paintball just because like a real someone gun. said paintball. I don't know why, but it well it's probably airsoft. I mean, well, whatever it is, it has to like, I feel like paintball, like the, the, the drop would be a lot more obviously than like a bullet. So like, it's tougher to like accurately depict, but maybe I come back the next day and the reactor looks like it's coloring book. All the, uh... <laughs> was it really that bad? Uh, no, no right. I, was, I was joking. That's what it like. Yeah. They did use paintball. That would be pretty fucking funny though. Uh, Jacob's birthday is actually next week. Oh, it's the seventh, yeah. the Friday. Yeah, yeah. And actually, what? sister's birthday today. So shout out to Wait, Aries. Aries. Happy birthday, Aries? Aries. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Happy birthday. She's old as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Um, Jacob will be turning eighty next week, though. So everyone, make sure you wish him a happy birthday. Yeah, Retire. Ret- he doesn't have a lot of time left. Yeah. So. Make every, every <laughs> second count. <laughs> graduated college and then retired right after. Yeah. Some people at work are like, um, my work are like a retiring age and it's, oh, my guy literally just retired um, Friday. Yeah. <laughs> He's old as shit. And then I think some other people are thinking about it. And it's just going to be sad to see all the old people leave. Not, not that sad, but. No, you can't go. <laughs> Um, how is life dragging onto their feet? That's amazing. <laughs> is it? That's really good. I feel like you're lying. No, it's cool. I mean, I like serving. It's uh, it's like a good way to uh, make money if you can't work full time. You know, Makes if you're sense. in school, you know, and if you can work full time, like you can be a manager and also be a server and make good money doing that. So I feel like. Sorry, I just interrupted. No, no, go ahead. Um, I feel like I'd be so scared to like not make enough tips, you know, like, cause it, I mean, I, I assume you, like it all evens out. It does. Yeah. But like just knowing that my actual rate is like, how much do you make technically an hour? Like 440. Or right. Like, like that, that would scare the fuck out of me. Yeah. But like, I know logically, I know that like tips would make the bulk of my money. So I would be fine. But like, it depends on where you work. Um, that's fair. But if you know people who work in the industry, 
and you know people who work at restaurants you can ask them what they make you know and ask them whether it's worth it to go somewhere so yeah i guess so. like i'm i'm making pretty good money where i'm at right now and um i i actually didn't know if it was going to be a good place when i went there but I mean, they can always just quit if it sucks. Yeah. So like, it's not like you're going to be there for, you know, signing a contract to like sign your life away, but it is kind of like the only place that works with my weird schedule though. That's the one thing that's like hard about finding a serving job is like finding one that's going to be a bit like work with your availability because every college student has the same availability. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, they just want to work dinner and weekends usually, and they don't want to work weekdays. Um, and that's probably what you do right now, right? I work some weekdays. I work Monday and Thursday. Um, sometimes I'll pick up a shift on Tuesday or Wednesday and then I work, uh, Friday and Saturday, but I'll never work Sunday because that's the last. I was waiting to see if you, <laughs> yeah, that's one of the most favorite jokes. I need my Christ time. Yeah. The Lord. I could see that one coming. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's, I like having, obviously. They can't make me work Sunday. <laughs> I'm not joking. Yeah. I mean, uh, you gotta, you gotta set the, the line somewhere, yeah. you know, but I like having, um, obviously I'm, I, my life allows for like a more structured, um, like mine seven to three, but like nine to five type job. Yeah. Um, but I really like my schedule right now. It's cool. really good. I thought I would, when I was on second shifts and I had to come to first for training, I was like, kill me. I don't want to do that. I don't want to wake up early, but now I'm like, this is so much better. Yeah. Cause you, after you get off at like three, you have like a whole day. Right. You basically. Yeah. Like- I think weirdly, I think second shift is like worse than third because on second you're working during all the time that everyone wants to go and do shit. Yeah. Like you get off at 11, I would get off at 11 come home and then be like, when, when does it start? Uh, it's three to 11. That's not bad. It kind of was That's though. Like, like I work. Well, for me, it was like, I would go in at three and like, I would wake up late. So I would go in at three and like not have done anything for the morning. And then I would work. And then at 11, most like things are closing mm. besides like bars. And then if I wanted to drink every single day, then I could, but <laughs> why wouldn't you? I mean, <laughs> fair enough. But like, yeah, then I would just every single day have like no one to hang out with and nothing to do. That's and I would true. just sit around. Yeah. But third, I feel like, you know, you still have that like dinner time to like do shit with people and like, and then you go and work and then you just sleep for the morning. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But first is really nice getting off at three and then having time to like do things with my life <laughs> has been really nice. Yeah. yeah. I don't get home till six. Damn. Well, yeah. So how long like total is your commute then? Like to and from? Um, to get, uh, to, it's like an hour to get there and then hour to get back. Damn. Doing that every sounds not fun. I mean, it's only for three months though. So it'll next next week it'll, or well, I guess a month from now it'll be like five minutes. Really? Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's way better. Yeah. I want to get off at two and then be home at like two or five. Like an L. Just have the rest of the day to myself. When I was in Nashville, I, I was doing an internship out there for like the summer and I was driving an hour and a half 
like every morning and got an hour and a half back every night. So you had no life. And no, <laughs> I, was, I was working like nine hour days. Plus, what, dude? You know? It's like, Jesus. Oh, man. I can't even imagine. How'd you survive that? Um, I didn't really sleep a whole lot. <laughs> Fuck. No, I just, I don't know. I uh, had to manage my time, you know, differently. It's nice. Honestly, it's like really nice having one place to be you know, like when, yeah. I, when I'm in school, it's like, I, I have, I have to like go to school, go back home and then go back to work. Right. Um, and then go back home, but like just going to work and going back home at the end of the day. Um, and just having everything structured out in one place for you all day is like, it kind of makes everything easier than having like a bunch of places to be and a bunch of different responsibilities. Right. Like know? one long commitment versus like a bunch of different ones during the day. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I do is I talk about how lame my fucking life is now. Cause I really, I go to work, I come home, I take care of my dog. Yeah. And like, that's, but that's kind of just being an adult, mm-hmm. you know? So like it sucks, but I, don't know. I mean, I still find time to do other things obviously cause I have the time, but it just kind of sucks that like, you know, you turn 18, you're like, fuck yeah. And then you're like, now I have to pay for everything. And I had to do all these stupid commitments and just like, you know, it just sucks. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Being an adult is hell. That's all I have to really say. I don't know. So do you, you said, you mentioned, uh, that you, to me, at least in private, that you, uh, you kind of want to end up in Nashville, right? I, you you're thinking, or you definitely do. Um, I think I'm going to go out there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the only reason that I wouldn't is if I got like a really good job out here before that, but I don't think that that's going to happen when I graduate. So I'm right. Just, you know, going to save up and move out there. It's so, crazy. Yeah. Damn. It's, it, uh, it's just going to suck that you're going to be so far, <laughs> but also don't like me. Yeah, that's fair. What else am I going to do? <laughs> yeah. Go get a serving job in Nashville. Right. Cause that sounds, <laughs> you make good money out there. I don't know. I probably would, but then if the cost of living goes up, then it might even out, you know, for a city, Nashville is not expensive. Really? Yeah. Like Nashville is definitely more expensive than Kent. Right. Uh, and going out to bars is extremely expensive. Like that's, crazy expensive but like restaurants it's the same it's uh, like restaurants cost the same as they do here um gas is similar it might be a little higher but it's similar i don't know about like apartments i, I know rent is definitely higher yeah probably um, he like your your like city like min- municipality bills are probably pretty similar but for a city it's really not bad at all you're really selling me on this. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like I'm never gonna talk about this. Just move I know. <laughs> yeah, I'll be fine. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I kind of assume I might end up back in GC, Grove City, mm-hmm. um, at least for a little bit, maybe just because that's where family is. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I really like Kent. You know. Yeah. It has a nice feel when I go up there. Yeah, it, like it feels kind it's of like old. a small, but there's like a lot there. It looks like yeah, because uh, since it's a college town, there's like there's enough to do, but it's not like, you know, it's not like Columbus where there's just like too much shit going on. Yeah, so I don't know. buildings, yeah, yeah, because you you can like run into familiar townies here. And yeah, like 
also like meet a bunch of new people, you know, and, but not feel overwhelmed by like, like getting lost in a sea of people like you would in a big city. Yeah. Yeah. It's also nice and kind of funny to see like the rolling list of new students. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cause like, there's always like uh, this, this, this year I would see people on the scooters just everywhere mm-hmm. all the time. Cause now we have fucking scooters. God yeah. damn it. Um, and just, just throwing them, we're throwing them you in. Just the got that. What you guys just got scooters. Yeah. We got scooters and bikes. They're spin. So fuck spin. They're, we won't uh, have them for long. Oh yeah. We're throwing them all in the river. Starting today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. OSU throws those in the river too. I'm glad to see we're on the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone. I mean, a kid literally like, I mean, I don't, yeah, a kid died because he was riding the scooters around like an idiot and got hit. And then the car, like, I don't know what wasn't happened. it hit and run? I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, Maybe he wasn't he being was an riding idiot. around like an idiot. Well, like, either way, I just don't like the rest of the Yeah, I mean, that is really sad. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't really like the scooters, but I feel like, uh, I like how you can ride them even if you don't pay. Like, you just have to pay. Is that racing we're fucking around last night? Yeah. <laughs> The kickstand on the bikes, it'll give out if you just push hard enough. Like, Are you fucking with me right now? It'll beep, and it's hard to pedal, but you can move on <laughs> it. <laughs> like, it's kind of nice. I've never ridden one. They're kind of out of principle. Like, I just, I think they're just dumb. Yeah. They're fun to ride, like... I'm sure they are like once, but like after that. Yeah, I feel like it I've was me over. I rode mine around at midnight with a friend of mine. I feel like if I rode them, it, it would win me over but I just don't want to, you know, for some reason, the principle in my head is like, fuck it. I don't like them. Nice. And they suck and we should throw them in the river. But, um, now if someone throws them in the river, people are going to blame us. The principle in my head puts me in the corner and time out. <laughs> just the one in your head. No. no. You guys have those robots that move around campus that deliver food to people. No, <laughs> no we don't have those. We, yeah, it's too small for that. We, we got those last year and people have been throwing those into the river. I <laughs> that is so cool. They, that's why robots will never take yeah, They start beeping and whining and they just, this big thought is it hits the ground. It looks like a giant <laughs> Wally. <laughs> yeah, if they keep making the robots too small, we're just going to throw them all Maybe the river. They're just going to, they're going to make they're going to like have robots that are meant to deliver food, but they're also going to be strapped. So that if people try to do that, <laughs> the robot just kills. <laughs> we had, um, we had one robot that would always go down the set of stairs, like at 12 o'clock. So we're in class and we'll see, we'll look out the window at 12 o'clock. Right. We're like, there goes Wally again. You see this thing uh, just wa- like beeping and whining and like, Oh my Slam God. into the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> That sounds so stupid. I, I remember the seeing same robot always at twelve o'clock. <laughs> so someone orders through delivery every single day, and like and they don't. What it's stu- yeah, someone does it and they don't get their food every time because the robot just like breaks itself as it goes down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they go and they break a robot every day and then have to go and find their food anyway. Fucking stupid. Um, I remember like a while ago when I was trying to kind of learn how to skateboard, um, and I was watching videos on it, there was guys riding around on some campus and like just ollieing over those. And then they like just nailed one, one time and fucked it. <laughs> so, someone's food didn't get delivered. <laughs> I don't think Kent will get those. Well, actually it is a, it's a very walkable campus, but that's kind of why we wouldn't need those, you know? Yeah. 
I don't think that we will. My favorite thing is, is that they go across the street as well at the crosswalks. Yeah. And they probably don't have any way to sense or wait. Like they they do. They actually do wait. They can kind of see the cars in a way, but like, you know how, when you go onto a sidewalk, they have those little grid thingies you go on. Yeah. The little red um, things. Yeah. The red. Well, they sometimes they'll get stuck on that. And then the robots will all like pile up behind it. Oh my God. That's funny. I, I hadn't really thought about it because they all probably follow like the same pathing. So they would all just get stuck. <laughs> they yeah. stuck. They've had some traffic jams because they're not moving. It'd be funny if they were programmed to freak out when that happened and be like, help, I don't know what's happening. Just start oh, going I've seen it happen once. <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. Yeah. No one's food gets delivered and then just traffic's backed up oh. a mile. What it, there's like no reason for that to ever happen in Kent though, because we have road access since it's like more suburban than city. Yeah. It, it's like, there's like road access everywhere. So like DoorDash takes like no time at all. Right. Yeah. Dude, DoorDashing in Kent is so lucrative. Yeah. yeah. Like what I did, I've done it here and in Kai Falls and I make so much more money in Kent Yeah, because it's, it's so quick. Too many people do it now. Yeah, uh, it's it's hard to last. it's sometimes it's hard to like um if you don't sign up like days in advance, you just have to hope that mm-hmm. that day you're gonna get to. But usually when I get home at like three and I'm ready by like four or five, then they say they need people anyway. Nice. So it, it's been fine. Are you a top dasher? Probably. Mm-hmm. I don't look at it that hard. My, <laughs> it's not hard to be, right? My acceptance rate is like under 40 percent <laughs> I, I decided to stop accepting orders that just didn't fit. so it's that's like, fair yeah yeah uh there's been times where usually i just instinctively tap it and say cool i'll, I'll do it um and then i'm like deep in and i'll realize that they aren't gonna tip me well no. and i'm like fuck but do you ever bail on orders um there was one that was like three dollars and it was like delivering really far like they just weren't gonna tip at all yeah or like one dollar tip and it was like gonna be a 20 minute drive just to the place and I'm like no i'm not like there was that one that i was like i accepted it and i realized and i was like no thank you but typically i don't bail unless like there's an issue that i can't do it you gotcha. know yeah i don't know there's been some really annoying ones though like if i had to go through a drive through the fucking Burger King takes forever every time. Like the, all they had to do is make like two fucking whoppers for two. Like I had two different orders. I said, I have this person, that person. It's a cool pull forward. I was sitting there at the window for like literally 30 minutes for no goddamn reason. There was like eight cars behind me. You don't deserve the whopper, Danny. I mean, it wasn't even my whopper. So that's fine. (laughs) It's your fault. Yeah, you're right. I, it's all it's all me i just i can't stand that shit. i feel like drive-throughs are the worst because if you go into the place sometimes it's not that bad i feel like we have it too good with our consumer experience okay and we should be abused more as yeah. consumers we shouldn't be allowed to have things quickly <laughs> it shouldn't be convenient i think it, nobody it, should want to we need more we, we yeah. need more walmart's yeah. yeah yeah that's what i'll solve it we need to put dollar generals everywhere mm, yeah <laughs> get rid of walmart just put dollar generals yeah dumb packs out. yeah dollar general is not that bad it's really bad <laughs> yeah it, 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 it is evil is it a little bad I, I feel like it's just okay for me 
there's like no produce and a lot of times it's like the only thing that uh a community has especially in like poor communities so yeah it does kind of suck ass what if they (laughs) just knocked all the grocery stores and turned them into small gas stations now that would be sick everyone everyone would flood into the little building everything a get-go fucking hell no everything's just candy and Mm. I mean, Thanks. the thing is, anyway, I was about to say, everything is just so processed. Everything anyway. is just corn syrup. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for you, it helps you live long. Oh, syrup. Pants. There's lint that's like in my. I don't know why I'm making this a thing now. Um, do you do you change your lint collector regularly in your dryer? Yeah. Good. You're a good apartment. You're a good apartment <laughs> owner. Good apartment. Rich. That like causes fires if you yeah. don't, right? It could burn this place down. Yeah. Well, I will do that anyway when I leave. Right. Well, but I mean, how much do you like your landlord? I don't really know them. Do you tip them? No. <laughs> tip my landlord. I won't. I saw somebody like tweet uh, some landlord tweet that like it's landlord appreciation month remember to tip your landlord what the fuck is that an actual thing (laughs) i feel like there's an everything month now there's an everything day well there's not really a renter appreciation month i don't think that's because we're the ones that suck yeah it's true most renters suck ass good point what were we where how do we get here i feel like there's a lot of things i don't know housing shouldn't be allowed no we need to uh we need to become a nomadic culture that moves in small tribes you're sounding kind of like lorelei now when she talks about her cult (laughs) oh yeah yeah we need like but not not quite everywhere yeah the only vehicle that people are allowed to own is a mid mid to late 2000s pontiac vibe and they have to live in the back of the vehicle. Yeah, there's enough space for it to make it a bed. You told me that today. It's so spacious. I like how Jacob's response. He said donkey as your vehicle. <laughs> That's the only option. Donkey, donkey yeah. donkeys, <laughs> ride your donkey. Horses. That's kind of bougie. You're right. So just donkeys Absolutely. and mules. Yeah. Aren't mules like um, sterile? They can't. They can't. They can't mate. Since they're a mix of two species. <laughs> No, no, I just like how uh, <laughs> that's what we're talking about now. <laughs> can't donkeys just not, or can't mules just not reproduce? We went from mute music to donkey mating. I mean, that's that's the stream of consciousness that people like. I was on this medication for a while that mm-hmm. uh, changes your composition. Are you fucking with that's me? That's like a side effect of it. Yeah. Wait, changes your what? Your semen composition. <laughs> oh, chemistry. Uh, I it basically like lowers your sperm count. Okay. But once you get off of it, it returns to normal. So for a while I was, I, it was like lower sperm count, but it kind of made my prostate like a, it was like small artillery in a, uh, uh, like a cannon. Okay. So, so I was busting, low, I was shooting ropes at like 90 miles an hour across the bedroom. <laughs> 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 putting holes in my world. I, I had no idea where you were going and with now that. I kind of miss being on it like, really? yeah it was cool <laughs> we were talking about mules being sterile right I guess yeah yeah sometimes oh, the, the the like topic to topic just I get so lost on how we get places but mm. I'm glad that we're here 
I hope that someone, you know, somewhere is listening to this. They're just kind of tired. Yeah. They're they're checking in and checking out. Not really uh, like kind of subconscious. It's on in the background. Checking out. Yeah. Yeah. And they just randomly hear something. And then after a wind it 15 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And like try to get the context, you know, I like they just keep going back and back. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like just everything we, we jumped a lot. So they would have to like, they're like, how the fuck are we here? We're shooting ropes at 90 miles an hour. What the fuck? <laughs> and then they're like going back and going back and it just still doesn't make any sense. There was like no. tossing robots into the river. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's like no preparation for this at all. And I like, I love, I love having it like that. Yeah. It feels more because so, it's just, it's like, just natural. Know, yeah. Natural. Well, I mean, I think that <laughs> so... Jacob just died. What happened? <laughs> Spilled my diet coke over. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, I forget what I was saying. Oh, but like we we've talked about how much structure we want to have here, um, and I think well, like the mix we have is pretty good. Like we, we we've talked about your music journey and stuff, and and gotten into that. Um, and like that was like what I wanted to talk about. So like we we did that part, but we also like to just kind of riff and have fun. Yeah, because I feel like having it sort of moves to the beat of jazz. Yeah, it's a cosmic gumbo. <laughs> cosmic gumbo. Well, because having too much structure, it, it just feels too overproduced in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, really and yeah. I felt really like I I liked talking about the music thing, but yeah. answering questions in an interview format with someone who I'm just friends with. Right. It is weird. Kind of weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. It is weird. Not how we that. talk. Not yeah. at all. But like, it, has, it, it just plays to the podcast yeah, more. For sure. Um, but also talking about robots and, and cum and, <laughs> and all that kind robots of shit. And fun. That's robots and cum. Title. <laughs> I don't think I can put cum in the title. Oh, robots. Okay. Robots um, and ro- robots and robots. <laughs> I'm gonna write that down so I don't forget. <laughs> we have our episode title. Yeah, yeah. I wa- I listened to um do you guys know the dirty jobs guy? Uh Mike Rowe. I think I've talked about him a couple of times. Yeah, he has his podcast, and usually his titles are what his guests will say. Mm-hmm. And 90% of the time it's like the last 10 minutes for him. He's like, that's it. <laughs> you said something really weird and now that's it. So it was robots and ropes. Yeah. And ropes. Sick. That's our title for this episode. Oh yeah. Um that doesn't mean we're wrong. What? And come. Robots and ropes and come. <laughs> so we didn't avoid the come at all. <laughs> You're gonna be shooting hot comb. Jesus Christ. I don't think I've said yes <laughs> before today. Maybe well, I have said it like ten uh, times now. Yeah, well we've committed now. Come. Sometimes I'll <laughs> is Come. I wonder how that I'm gonna listen to that back later. That's gonna be pretty ASMR. Go ahead. Come. I think it picks like that. Um, um. All right. Well, that's our ASMR section. That's our intro. <laughs> no, that is not. Our we intro. have to put that the beginning. Just you saying, come on, Ryan. I yeah. can't do that. How much do you guys like cut and move around? Not a lot. So in post, I pretty much like we didn't we didn't do an intro beforehand we just kind of get going yeah um and i like doing that because it just feels more natural yeah um and i think i've talked about this before but like having having like 
three, two, one go. And then actually going feels like too much pressure. So I just like to have it just naturally start, but, um, I'll go back and I'll cut out just the beginning part where we weren't really talking about anything. And then our intro is after the fact. So I'll cut that and put it in the beginning. And sometimes if at the beginning we're still kind of not warm yet, and there's like a funny little bit, I'll put that as like a cold open every now and again. So that's kind of like all the cutting I'll do. So the big body of it, like none of this is going to have really any cuts unless someone says bleep that out Mm. and I'll go in and fucking do that. But You're going to yeah. take out all the racial slurs, I said, right? I don't know, maybe. We'll, we'll see. I don't know if I want that on the internet. Well, you said it, so. <laughs> no, he didn't actually say any, just for total <laughs> No, it'll be fun. I'm going to lose my job as a server. Well, that, that'll suck. <laughs> just kidding. All servers are racist. It's, it's pretty true. <laughs> what was that sound? Did you hear that? I think Garen just died. <laughs> what happened i was laughing oh <laughs> it sounded kind of like a like a cartoon said all servers are racist. it's like a minecraft character dying oh yeah 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 it was very uh, did, did it cut out cool yeah it cut it cut out like as soon as you started so it just sounded like you screamed <laughs> it was like, so loud the, the, the noise gate yeah yeah it really fucked you on that one. Oh wow I don't know. I, I know I had things to talk about, but I feel like we've, we talked about way better things. What are your things to talk about? I'm curious. Um, well, I went to the bathroom at What's uh, Elton John. <laughs> we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> we, we won't revisit that. You know, what's funny, Garen. We, we talked about that. And I think your, your buddy Dayton um, talked about it too. But then the, like the next day, I think, it came up on my YouTube shorts was the Elton John doc about it, um, which was, I thought was really funny. Cause you know, our phones are always listening to us anyway. So I heard them talk about that and I was like, and just served it up for me. Um, but yeah, my, my two talking points, um, oh. basically I went to the bathroom at Walmart and a guy came in, he came in, he did. He, he came inside. He, he, he came in nice. and, um, and, and the story, no, he, he, he like, he did it. He was weird. Cause I was in the stall. I was taking a dump and I hear him come in and I'm like, cool. There's a guy going to go pee or poop, but he like just breathed really heavy and then blew his nose. He blew his load. <laughs> <laughs> he blew his nose. And then he, blew he, his load. he walked down the whole bathroom and like, just to see if anyone else was in there, I guess. Nice. But then he didn't like, I think he, I think he started peeing. I don't remember. Like he, like he walked down and I saw, I saw his feet outside of my door. Like he turned to look to my door. Like facing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like peeking through the crack. You just see an eyeball. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, but he, like he walked down, stood at my stall for a second, just like it's to see if anyone was in there. Then he walked back and peed and he took forever to like do the rest of his shit and he left and another guy came in and just was like ah and it started peeing and then he farted as like loud as physically possible while he was peeing and i was just trying to like wait till everyone was gone out of the bathroom to get up and i was like what is happening right now like the two weirdest people at walmart dude the balls that it takes to like willingly shit in a walmart bathroom I, it was it was That's, bad that day like, oh, like it was, you had to yeah it was like yeah. i i couldn't wait until i got home so yeah, but it was. We, uh, we got like a cast of characters in our bathroom at work. It's all the construction workers. 
Oh, nice. So everyone, like, no one, like, it's just farting and crap. We got one guy who puts, like, preacher papers. Wait, he puts what? Yeah, I don't know. He puts, like, these weird, like, Bible pamphlets into the stall oh, okay. where the yeah. toilet paper is. So when you reach for it, you reach and get, like, a pamphlet instead. Oh. <laughs> but, um, Wipe your ass. We get... <laughs> <laughs> well, then we have one guy who goes in there and watches porn all the time. Oh, what? Yeah. And he keeps his audio like wow for oh. everyone to hear. Oh, wait, are you fucking with me? That's a real no. thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a real thing. Somebody told me this story the other day. Oh, fuck, I, I don't know if I heard this somewhere. I think it might have been one of my managers at work told me this story when, like, they were younger. They used to work at like a McDonald's, and uh, like every well, on the closing shift, like or like the late night shift. Um, it would be like 12 or 1am and, uh, they'd be like, you know, there'd be like a few workers left in the restaurant to take late night orders. Um, and like every week, at least once or twice a week, this one, like old guy would walk in and like order something, go to the bathroom for a minute and then come back out, open up a laptop at one of the booths. (laughs) turn up porn not even have headphones on was he doing it and just beat off in the booth no (laughs) and like people got some balls and it sounds like he like wasn't totally there mentally and that was part of it like um i don't know what was going on because like the guy that told me about it didn't describe it super well. That's fair. But he also he said that for a while they just didn't say anything because they didn't want to confront him. So I mean, I was scared. It went on for months, <laughs> and then like it ended up being like every once in a while, like you know, it's a McDonald's, so like kids would walk in, oh, their parents, right. and like see it and not know what was going on and be creeped out and like. Fucking you know hell. if i own the mcdonald's i would just i would let everybody do that <laughs> it's better for society you know i don't a understand weeks ago, sorry go a couple ahead weeks ago a friend of mine went into the stall and just saw, uh, heard some guy snoring in the stall nice <laughs> uh, yeah. been in there on the job have uh, you ever walked into a bathroom and just it smells horrendous and then like you don't know if anyone's in there and then all of a sudden you hear someone like well, I, I heard like, this like, like a while ago. Like, cough or whatever. Like explode and, and like <laughs> also go like ah, uh, like make a fucking noise like they're in pain. Yeah, I'm, I I have so much sympathy for people going through that. It's got to be a horrible experience yeah. to have in public and know <sighs> that like, the entire bathroom has been gassed for like the next six hours. <laughs> uh dude yeah that's bad i uh i've never had it so bad that i've like made audible noise like that but I, i've been i've been on the struggle bus like no. i've just threw it a couple of toilets in my heart yes. I, yeah i had one that was i've been real. i've been in that spot where you're just sitting there the noisy you're fighting spot? for your life yes oh, you're, sitting, you're fighting for your i did that in a walmart and i think I, uh <laughs> And at uh, Home Depot. <laughs> oh, yeah. For some reason, those are the two places that make like the most sense for that. I think. That's you know, I like, do want to own that's fair. Just to be losing your fucking mind. I mean, like, the, the, I definitely have um, times where, like, at home, 
where I'm like, you know, like the meme of the dude naked on the toilet, just like wanting to die. <laughs> I've had experiences like that, but never really in public. And if I do, I usually keep trying to keep a lid on it. When I'm at home, I always shit naked. Yeah. I can't. It's an event for me. Yeah. Yeah. Every poop is like, just like I'm in the bathroom for like an hour when I take a shit. Yeah, I like to like listen to podcasts and stuff. Well, hang out. you guys ever get explosive poop in public? Yeah, yeah. My worst poop experience ever was. Um, <laughs> why are we? Why? Are we, how do we get here? <laughs> when I was in high school, I went out with uh, my buddy and my dad okay. to a Chinese restaurant, mm-hmm. and this is like around the time where I didn't know it yet, but I might have been developing like a seafood allergy. Right. Um, and I got like the spiciest thing on the menu. Cause I really like spicy food mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know what it was. I think it was like the oil they used, but I, I had had the meal before and been totally fine. Okay. But this time I, I ate it real fast and uh, my stomach hurt immediately. Right. And I had to wait. <laughs> I had to wait for like, uh, for my dad and my friend to finish up. Okay. And I was like, you guys, you got to hurry up. I got to get <laughs> home. Cause like I knew I had to go, but right. I didn't know what was coming. So, so was it so, like, so, hold on. Man. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I, so, sorry. Gets, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Just should we preface if you have a weak stomach, maybe for people or no, if you have a weak stomach, maybe then you should this. definitely listen to this. Cause you know, you'll relate to it. Okay. Fair maybe enough. it'll toughen you up. Sure. Um, we, uh, so eventually like they finish their meals and we leave okay. and we're on the way home. And, um, it's just kind of like, I have a stomach ache and I know I'm gonna have to go to the bathroom at some point still, okay. but I want to get home. Right. Cause you don't take care of it. In the, the restaurant. Yeah. And I'm like, we're, we're like going down the road and I'm like, you know what? Turn around. We got to go to sheets. Cause <laughs> all of a sudden it hits me. And it's like, this is uncontrollable. Like something is going to happen in the next five minutes that I have no control over. And it's so we like my dad gets us to sheets as quick as he can. He gets us to the gas station Yeah, and it's raining. I I go out, I I start walking, basically sprinting into the sheets. (laughs) I'm like, I'm running. I'm like clenching. I'm literally holding my ass. You're probably like doing the weird run. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And okay, so my shoes are wet though. So I get into sheets and immediately as I like round the corner to start walking towards the bathroom, I fall like an almost face plant. No. Right. And somehow my clench game was strong enough to keep it in. Oh yeah. And then I sprint. I I, I get back up and I continue to almost trip again, but I push through it. I make it to the bathroom and I run to the stall unzip my pants and immediately I explode. And normally I'm like, I lean on the constipated side. Okay. So like when I turned around and just saw liquid sprayed everywhere, I was shocked oh, and horrified. Jesus. And um, oh my God. I don't know how graphic I should get. Uh, that's up to it you. Gets, it gets worse. We can always cut around it. Okay. Oh, I got a relatable that. story. Yeah. So like your asshole has okay. and <laughs> basically every sphincter in your body. There's like 12 of them or something like that. Right. They have. Because it's a, it's a, you know, open and close hole. Mm-hmm. So it needs to oh, be like a car. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, okay. just like a car, like a well-oiled machine. And right. uh, so. So I'm like cleaning the toilet and my ass and I'm wiping my ass and right. all of a sudden it. And I'm just so confused. Like, why is this happening? <laughs> and um, then I looked it up and found out, you know, the silver lining of the story is, you know, is even if you kind of, you know, destroy a bathroom to the point where it's totally unrecognizable and will never be the way it was before. Okay. Uh, you know, you can still learn something. So well, I'm glad we, I'm glad we learned something all here today. <laughs> I don't know if you could, if you could feel you it. Cut around some of that. <laughs> I, I, I probably will have to. Uh, I don't know if you could feel it, but <laughs> I was like waiting for the bad. Like I was just sitting here waiting and hoping that it wasn't going to be as bad as I assumed it was going to be. It and was, I, I was, I was nervous that whole story. Probably the worst day of my life. So did you, did you, how'd you, did you walk out prideful? Or did you like out of the toilet, out of the bathroom? Because the entire I walked out like barely able to walk. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you like? Did people look at you weird because you sprinted into the bathroom? Or did, no. you, did you not really pay attention? No, I didn't pay attention. That's smart. It's probably for the best. I just calmly walked out, you know. So after running in, yeah. I don't know. People were shopping. I feel like unless you make a weird thing out of it and like look at people and like act like what you're doing is weird then like no one cares the only thing that would have really sucked is if either because at this particular sheets there's only one stall if someone was in that stall you would i would have gone to the women's if i had to but if someone was in that stall the urinal yeah yeah <laughs> i mean i couldn't go back to the car i knew i would just shit my pants if i tried to get home at that point um was it the sheets here yeah the one across the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> I was just there earlier today. You were. Did you uh, reminisce back there ever? Every once in a while. Mm, Sometimes I visit the bathroom and try to relive the experience. Yeah, it's probably good for you. Um, it's a nice spiritual one. Does Does anybody else have um, um, you know? a shit story? Yeah. Oh, oh, I got one. Yeah. yeah I, I my mom one. was in the restroom. I had to go so, so bad. Okay. But like, she just not leave for some reason oh so finally she leaves and i pull my pants down real quick and crap all over the floor i was this close i couldn't even make it to the toilet <laughs> like all over the bathroom floor or like outside of the bathroom still <laughs> on the seat on the floor oh kind of in the toilet oh no, wait so did you oh. just on your own poop to finish because um I can't even remember, honestly. <laughs> I was just so really, I just felt good at getting that out. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Damn. How old were you? Probably 11, 12. I mean, so okay. this was a while ago. I've had a couple. I was imagining that you were like, you know, 20. <laughs> no, no, this, this is a while ago. I've had a couple. I don't times, know what especially, I ate. Especially freshman year. There was times where I would eat the food in the dining hall and that shit would just get me bad. And it, it was like, kind of like yours where like, it, it was fine until it just wasn't. And when it wasn't fine, it was like, now I have to go right this second. And there was times where it was like, we're all going to die. Well, you know how like we had to swipe into the bathroom. Yeah. There, there was a time. Wait, really? 
Yeah. Actually, I don't remember that. Oh wait, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like, you're, you're, yeah, yeah. Um, there was times where, at least, there was one time that I remember. If I would have missed a swipe, like, because it was messing up on me, if I would have missed one or two more, I would have shit my pants. Like, it was. Here, here, here. But I've never, I've never pooped on the floor. My sister has, <laughs> because we we would always. Um, open it if she wouldn't lock the door i don't know why we would open the door turn the light off and then slam the door real quick because she hated the dark and she'd freak out and there was one time that we we did that to her i think i've told the story here maybe um and she got up to turn the light back on and pooped on the floor when she did that but, but she didn't realize so she just finishes up does whatever leaves and then my dad comes in and is like who pooped on the floor and she was like i guess i did <laughs> Oh, one time uh when i was a kid i it was like april fool's day and i thought it would be funny to like do a april fool's joke and I, okay. I was like looking them up online to see like good ways to prank people right and one of them was to saran wrap the toilet like oh, just, just under something right. like oh it. <laughs> my dad yeah, and then big got up and wasn't like looking at the toilet and pissed <laughs> <laughs> did it just go everywhere <laughs> oh no oh it was horrible i was like a little kid when i did I, I was probably like seven years old and i didn't realize the repercussions yeah of course not another thing that i did at that age though was like i'd be at daycare having yeah. so much fun on the playground that like i would weigh the costs and benefits of like holding it a little longer to stay on like the monkey <laughs> bars or fun. the swings yeah and oh yeah i remember this, this happened like more than once probably probably like three or four times it was like a phase where i would just be having so much fun outside that all of a sudden i'd just start pissing my pants <laughs> because i didn't i didn't want to go in and you're too like, young to like fully know <laughs> yeah i was like on top of the monkey bars one day and i just pissed my pants <laughs> Oh Same thing. It, the way it ended was I shit my pants one time, and then I was like, All <laughs> right, "Well, it's time to grow up." Yeah. In the bathroom when I need to. <laughs> That's really funny, like sobering realization to have as a child. Like, <laughs> yeah. I should probably go to the bathroom when I need to. <laughs> yeah, I used to do that when playing video games. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't want to stop. There was one time that I um. That 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 monkey bar thing actually happened like a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah, <laughs> so you finally grew up. <laughs> um, there was there was one time that I was at my dad's um, for a weekend, and I for some reason they they sold like uh, it was either a liter or a liter and a half Mountain Dews at the gas station. And I bought yeah, yeah. two of them, oh, <laughs> and I was playing. I think I was playing Splinter Cell Garen, so of course, um, yeah, and I drank both of them just like for some reason drank two mountain dews like like three liters yes. <laughs> while i was just gaming i was just like going crazy on it and like you know getting the sugar high and just going insane yeah um and then of course i just had to pee like every two seconds because there's liters and liters of, of liquid in me and it was just like hell for the rest of the day because i just had to pee all the time and I don't know why I did that to myself, but that <laughs> sounds horrible. I mean, it sucked. I just had to pee all the time. Like I would sit down and start like doing something and maybe kill like one dude and then get up and pee and then come back and kill one dude and go pee. Like there was no, I sucked ass. Mm. I never pooped uh, my pants though. I don't think besides like as a child, mm. as an adult, I've never pooped my pants. Same. I say. Yeah. I've been very close. Oh, really? Very, very close. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. I, there was one time I went out and I got roosters with a couple buddies. Mm. And I don't know why, but the, like roosters normally doesn't mess with my stomach all that much. But this one time, it was just like God came down and smited my stomach. Oh. to me, dude. And so <clears throat> I was I was going over to one of my other buddies' places right after. And he lives like, or he used to live literally five minutes away. Uh-oh. Like I would have driven to his house and been there. I probably wouldn't even have been able to put on my music in time. Like that's how close he lived. And so in the process of me leaving Roosters, I turned out of the parking lot and it immediately hit me like a truck. I was like, I have to shit now or it's, it's over. Right. Right. <laughs> so, so I, I got out of my, I got out of my car <laughs> and he, he was, he was already outside. I said, dude, I need to give shit. Is your, like, is your door open? And he said, yeah. So I sprinted all the way up the stairs and I just ran in there, ran as soon as I sat down on the toilet, dude, it was like, it was like the chocolate river from Charlie and the chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) It was so awful. That's so vivid. I I can see that. Yeah. (laughs) That was a really good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> someone's first episode <laughs> they're never they're all that. like this <laughs> it's definitely the most visceral episode we've ever had and it's i think it, um because i feel, like, I feel like the conversations me and you have are like <laughs> they get to this weird point yeah. fucking hell i think uh that's a good note to, <laughs> to end <laughs> we can't again we can't really recover from some of the weird shit sometimes so there's no point in trying no you know no we'll just let it end on shit and piss and a little bit that's good sometimes i wonder like like does when my family listens like do they think less of me because my sisters sometimes like you're gonna be torn up about you telling that story about no one knows no one knows which sister so it's fine but i'll tell you after i'll tell you i'll tell you after um but people that know my siblings like garen since you know my sisters you could probably guess but, yeah, I you told me that story. Oh yeah, I did tell you that one. Which one is it? Don't tell. <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not just gonna say it on the podcast. We'll t- I'll, tell his, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. His sister would kill me. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wonder like people that know me, what the fuck they think when I say shit like this. <laughs> but it's fine, you know, whatever. Um, but we'll go ahead and wrap up. Uh. Thank you, Julian, for being here. Thank you, Danny and Garen and Jacob for having me. Of course, you're welcome literally anytime. It's also weird having the guest in person here. It's like a whole different vibe, and I feel like it's easier somehow. I mean, I guess because there's no lag over the internet. That's how it's easier. I just solved that mystery. Um, It'd be nice. Garen cutting out the one time. For everybody to be able to meet up and do it in person. Yeah, I think think for our year... um, like our 52nd, our year one, where I want to do an in-person one and do speedrun guessing championship in person. Um, Cause I think that'd be really fun. And whoever's the champion will have to just show up at that time. Probably Lorelai. Cause somehow she keeps holding the title. Well, I guess it's only been two weeks, two times. I mean, um, but yeah, so we, uh, we have a lot of shit in our description for you to go check out. We have a Instagram, a Twitter, email us, oh, yeah. um, check out the YouTube channels. that have not no content on them. Um, <laughs> and that's all our things. And is that all the things in the description? Probably. If not, they're in there. Just go look. It's also the Pornhub account. That's true. We did just start that one. <laughs> no, we don't have one. Oh, four of us. <laughs> Maybe one day. 
Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, if you made it through all of that, then you're a real trooper. All that shit talk. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. Pretty um, gross. I mean, it's um, fine. I, I'm ashamed of everything I said. Well, it's too late now. Not at all. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. We appreciate every single one of it. If you liked it, tell a friend because that's the best thing you can do for podcasts is just get the word of mouth out there. Um, but thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. And goodbye. Later. Nice little wave there. It's always fun because I'll say goodbye, and then I'm just like, oh, fucking, I just like lose all my energy. <laughs> <laughs>